Hu Yang so, kind of kicks ass. I was I wasn't expecting Hu Yang that. is awesome. <laughs> I love him. Putting him in live action was the greatest really idea. It was such a good Where idea. Did... Like I don't know who I don't know who thought of that. Well, but whoever was just like put him in. Yeah, probably. But he was just like put him in. Welcome to the podcast. Little disclaimer before we start. Uh, my friend and I ended up talking about the Ahsoka series, as you could tell from the title. Uh, it just wrapped up this this week, um, but <laughs> we ended up talking about it for almost two hours. So I decided to split our discussion up into two episodes. So this is part one, and part two is going to come out um, the, this weekend. So hope you enjoy this. We had a lot of fun recording it. We talked a lot about just everything <laughs> about Ahsoka and all the lore and Star Wars in general. So major spoilers for the Ahsoka show going forward. You've been warned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Casual Experts Only. I'm Mike. And I'm Luke. And we are your casual experts. And on this show, we talk and discuss about all things comic books, movies, pop culture, all that fun stuff. And in this episode, I invited my friend Zach onto the podcast. And we were going to be talking about Ahsoka that just wrapped up um, the other day. So before we get into that, though, there were a couple things I wanted to talk about. Um, new news related and also some trailers. Did you see the trailer for Argyle, Matthew Vaughn's new movie? I did. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Um, I mean, I'm a really big fan of Matthew Vaughn. Yeah. I think the premise seems a little bit generic, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, like Romancing the Stone and uh, whatever that mm. uh, movie that came out with Channing Tatum a couple years ago. It was very similar. Um, yeah, but uh, oh, but, yeah, 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 I don't know what that movie was called. Um, yeah, with Sandra Bullock, yeah, yeah, I yeah. forget too, honestly. Why can't I remember? I saw it, but I don't remember what it was called, <laughs> but yeah, same ideas, like, yeah, a lot like the lost kingdom or something, yes, that's what it was. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems kind of generic, but I think mm-hmm. that I mean, with Matthew Vaughn, it's still probably going to be good. Yeah, I mean, part of me, I kind of would have preferred just a straight up spy movie with Henry Cavill by right. Matthew Vaughn, but like, I mean, that that that, that is kind of what it is. But there's also you know the whole subplot where it's actually, which was a big reveal. I, I kind of was surprised they revealed yeah. that in the trailer. Yeah, because um, up until then, everyone thought it was just going to be you know a spy movie with mm-hmm. you know but i do kind of like um sam rockwell as a spy that's just kind of yeah i do like that but yeah we'll see what happens but yeah i mean i've liked like every single matthew vaughn movie yeah. i've seen so yeah exactly if he makes you know if i don't like this one to be a first so <laughs> um but probably the biggest news on here the wga actually mm-hmm. struck a deal with the major motion picture companies Mm-hmm. Um, from everything I've heard, like, uh, you know, I'm not going to like list off all of the, <laughs> you know, the, all, all the fine print, but from what, what I heard, they kind of got everything they wanted. Um, yeah. like they, like they did reach some agreement on AI that mm-hmm. something like AI, um, nothing written by AI can be 
Like, well, I, don't, I, I think I, there is some exceptions, but basically it was like you have to – the studios have to be – hang on. I, I got it right here. Okay. Uh, AI cannot write or rewrite any material. AI-generated material will right. be considered as source material. Uh, and it cannot be used to – and AI cannot be used to like – you cannot like train uh, any writer's uh, content but with AI unless its uh, permission was granted by the writer. Right. Pretty much is the big thing. Wow. So just – basically paying people for their work it's crazy how that works right, exactly. <laughs> um also i guess they're also um like the streaming companies are going to be revealing like actually being transparent about their streaming numbers not necessarily with the public but right. to the point that people can actually get paid residuals based mm-hmm. on you know the streaming numbers which yeah i feel like like they could have just been doing that already, but you know, I'm glad they aren't (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I feel like that, I think that was the major wins they got the major issues. And it was kind of funny because just a couple months ago, the studios were like, these uh, writers are being unrealistic. They're being outrageous. And then they just like gave them everything they wanted basically by the end. Um, Which, yeah, I guess goes, goes to show striking can work. Um, even exactly. though it, it kind of sucks sometimes, but, uh, um, but in, uh, from what I've heard, um, the AM, whatever PA, whatever, um, is planning on meeting with SAG soon to discuss is set SAG after like negotiations with the actors guild is going right. to happen soon, which makes sense. Cause they had very similar issues that right. the writers did. So if they're going to do, do, do that with the writers, hopefully they do same thing with the actors yeah hopefully yeah um a couple celebrity deaths unfortunately mm. um yeah michael gambon he passed away um yeah he was 82 following a bout of pneumonia um, um so yeah but that's sad i know he, he's been in a lot of stuff that i've seen i think but i think he was most famous for harry potter yeah and another actor, lesser known, um, David McCallum. He mm. was in the series The Man from Uncle back in like the sixties, but he was, he also had a oh, prominent right, role right. on NCIS for a while. Mm. Um, and he was apparently also a a musician. I didn't know this, but apparently he was a musician and he wrote this song that was actually sampled in Doctor Dre's The Next Chapter or whatever it's called. Ooh. Um, or, or the next episode, I think it's called. Um, it's like that, the dun, 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 or whatever. Like they basically just, oh yeah, he wrote that and they basically just pitched it up, um, or pitched mm-hmm. it down for the D- Dr. Dre song. But yeah, it's pretty interesting. I didn't know he was a musician as well, but yeah, but that's sad. Yeah, it looks like he, um, he voiced Alfred in some, uh, DC animated movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in quite yeah. a few things. Yeah, a lot of um, TV stuff. Sure. But yeah, he was 90, or almost 90. So yeah. Wow. But yeah, always sad. There's always like so many. It's, it feels like every other week there's like somebody dying, you know, somebody in the right. news that died. Yeah. But um, less sad news. James Gunn revealed some stuff about the DCU. Mm. Nothing, I guess... So what he basically said he was he went on thread soon after the strike the WGA strike ended and he was talking about how he was answering fans questions 
and he basically right. said that Creature Commandos is like the first like canon DCU project. So yeah. which I mean makes sense if you've been paying attention, I think. Um, right. But that basically means that Aquaman isn't canon mm. of the DCU, which I mean I kind of expected, but um, yeah. But he was saying, like, canon does not start until Creature Commandos, and then Superman Legacy closely follows that. But it also it seems now that Peacemaker Season 2 and Waller are going to be, like, canon to the DCU, which was kind of okay. nebulous. Right. Um, it was kind of thought by some people that they would be canon to the old DCEU, kind of. And yeah. he just outright said that John Cena and Viola Davis will be reprising their roles in the DCU. So they will be yeah. canon, but it seems likely that they'll be like soft rebooted versions of the characters, but the same actors. Right. And it looks like Jolo Maraduena, who played Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle in the Blue Beetle movie, is also continuing, which seemed right. kind of in doubt considering the movie didn't perform well. But yeah, I am glad because I really like him as Jaime. Yeah, um, sure. I'm glad he's continuing. And like I, I'm fine. I'm fine with the others continuing too. My main like, mm-hmm. I I find it a little odd that some actors are remaining, but s- like everyone major is going to be rebooted. Right. I, I wonder how they're going to explain that or if they're going to. Probably not, to be honest. He did say that Peacemaker season two is going to be part of the DCU, and they are going to address it. Ah, so. I mean, if you're going to address it, I feel like you could with that show because it is pretty meta, you know, <laughs> in yeah. a lot of ways. So I guess that makes sense. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's so much spe- speculation and talk, but we haven't even seen anything from the DCU yet. So right. really, like, I'm just going to sit back and see what happens, <laughs> you know. Uh, there's been a lot of Deadpool 3 rumors. I kind of meant to mention it last time, but I didn't basically mm. everybody's supposed to be in it <laughs> which yeah. like from what i hear pretty much every character from the fox universe is going to be in it like gene gray um even i've been hearing rumors about electra but then not really so who knows yeah um but from what i've been hearing from the rumors and even from the set photos it seems like deadpool 3 is kind of going to be the death of the fox verse or at least they're going to like bring back a lot of those characters, but not all of them are necessarily going to make it like further to like secret wars. Um, but yeah, that could be interesting. But then again, all those rumors, there were a lot of rumors about that kind of stuff with Dr. Strange too. And there wasn't like <laughs> half as many cameos as were like suggested. So also I feel like you could really easily over congest it if you put too many characters mm-hmm. in it. But yeah. then again, with Deadpool, I feel like you could have a lot of throwaway cameos without being like huge you know like with how fourth wall breaking he is you know um Mm -hmm. so i guess we'll see there's also been rumors that there's gonna be multiple versions of wolverine right and that one of them is going to be the main mcu wolverine whatever that means yeah Um, if that means they've cast somebody or they're they're just gonna be like a you know, like shadowy f- ver- figure version of Wolverine. So we, we don't know who it is, but you know, so yeah, that's all interesting, but I feel like this movie is definitely going to be like a wink and a nod to like, yeah, there's been a lot of X-Men movies. Right. And then, but also the MCU is going to do their own thing, you know? Right. Uh, also been hearing that Wolverine is pretty much set to be in secret wars. 
Um, okay. Which is, I mean, not super surprising because I feel like Secret Wars is going to be like a huge like cap and potential soft reboot to the MCU. Mm. So okay. it's not surprising that, that they bring back pretty much everybody for it because it's kind of got to be like second end game, if not like topping end game. Mm-hmm. So that and and since they're doing the whole multiverse saga, it's got to be like literally everyone that's ever existed in any other movie. <laughs> like there's even I think there were I don't I don't think I think they've been debunked, but there were rumors that um, Ben Affleck was returning as Daredevil in Deadpool three. But yeah. people have been saying that I think since Multiverse of Madness, like those rumors mm-hmm. came out, so it's probably not true, right? Um, but I, I, I guess some sco- scoopers have sh- like reiterated stuff recently on Twitter about like all the Fox characters being in it. So yeah, I, you know, har- hard to tell what's a rumor and what's like actual like kind of a leak. But yeah. at the same time, you know, maybe just watch the movie when it comes out <laughs> yeah, for sure. uh, though i feel like maybe at some point some set photos might come out you know of like some actor you know if if there's that many cameos in it supposedly but then again they have been pretty good at keeping a lid on things yeah. um when they want to because i don't think really any of the cameos from multiverse of madness leaked until the actual movie was shown mm-hmm. places yeah. Cause like nobody like like knew that John Krasinski was gonna be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were r- rumors about like Black Bolt and like Professor X and stuff, but I don't think there was any yeah. actual like set photos of any of them. Mm. Because yeah. Marvel makes everything on a soundstage now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. It, it yeah. makes it really easy to just put a bag on an actor's head and just like drag them into the soundstage, and, no- and nobody mm. can see who they are. Right. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the news I wanted to talk about. Oh, have you seen, um, the episodes of Gen V that are out yet? I have not seen those yet. Mm. It's, it's really good. And, um, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, we're actually covering the, uh, comic, the boys comics that the series is based off of on our other podcast, Culture Pull List. Um, yeah. So definitely check that out. If you want to leave a link in the description on that podcast, we break down mm-hmm. and discuss, review all kinds of comics, graphic novels and stuff. And yeah, so we figured we'd t- tackle what Gen V is based off of since it just came out. So if you want to see that, you can either head over to our YouTube channel, The Cultured Pull List, or just check out the link in the description of this episode. And that is pretty much everything we we're going to talk about news-wise. Um, let's now it's time for me and Zach to get into Ahsoka. All right, everyone. I am joined by my buddy Zach once again. We haven't talked Star Wars in a while since I guess. Well, I I guess since Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Um. Which was that this year? That was this year. Yeah. Was it this year? I think like April. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So okay, it's only been a f- few months since we've had months. some Star Wars to talk about. Oh but... wait, Oppenheimer. Oh, well, not Star Wars, but I. Right. Mind, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Z- I appeared last. Yeah, you were on the on my podcast when we talked about Oppenheimer, right? Um. But yeah, Ahsoka. So, 
I guess we're going to tackle each episode, but before we do that, what are your overarching thoughts, overarching thoughts about the series? Um, I think honestly, it's the best Star Wars has been since like mm. the Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I loved agree. it. I loved it. I think there, in my opinion, there's a lot to be desired in terms of choreography mm-hmm. when it comes to fighting. Mm. Like the Anakin and Ahsoka fight was fine. I actually really enjoyed yeah. that because the choreography was good there. Yeah. But like, I don't know. And so it just felt a little stiff and like. I don't know, more fan filmy than like a full on production. Mm. That's what I, that's all I feel like. But I feel like as the episodes went on, they kind of, the production value like went down lower and lower a bit. Mm. But yeah. I think overall the show was really, really good and I really yeah. enjoyed it. I think uh, t- talking about, you know, the fight choreography, I think there were moments that I noticed it felt a little bit slow and maybe stiff. Yeah. But. I still think it was I still think it was probably the best lightsaber stuff since like the prequels besides maybe that one fight in Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah, that that was pretty sick, but that was pretty cool. I don't know, there there were so many fights in it. Yeah. In in Ahsoka, I'm kind of wondering if maybe it was just because like there was so many instead of like yeah you know like one climactic lightsaber duel. It was there was like so many. Also, also I kind of feel like the reason that the lightsaber duels have been like more clunky lately, um, pretty much since the sequel trilogy. I could be wrong, but I think part of the reason might be the um lightsabers stunt lightsabers they're using because they used to just use like the lightsaber handle and then like thin like hollow like basically like aluminum um rods you know that were stuck into well not not during like the prequels that was back in like the seven or like 80s that was during like the originals well they still prequels they used like sticks there was the hilt, and then on the end of the hilt there were sticks right 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 right. yeah well yeah 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 i meant like a like a light metal rod like a stick oh yeah yeah. um but since the sequel trilogy they've been using basically just like stunt versions of like the uh black series (laughs) like um star wars lightsaber so i feel like those those are probably heavier i'm guessing true um so i'm guessing that's maybe why the movement is different and you you can kind of tell a little bit too when the the lightsabers actually clash because they kind of like bounce off each other more or yeah. something um so yeah i mean i i kind of get why they switched to those ones because i'm sure it helps with the lighting and yeah probably probably with you know the actors like feeling like they're actually holding something weighted but i feel like it has affected maybe some performances yeah that's true I think one, like, small, like, super small nitpick I have with the lightsabers is the yes. lack of swooshing. Mm. Like, it's such, like, a minor detail, yeah. but it honestly makes a big difference. Yeah. It really does. If you look at, like, older movies with, like, the swooshing with the sabers, it's mm-hmm. like, it, I don't know, there's something about it that makes it more more of a fantasy. Because when they're swinging around them and there's no, like, swoosh, it just looks like a lit up, like, sword. Yeah. Basically. It doesn't look yeah. like anything, but like it's I don't know, I don't know. It's it's more believable if it's yeah. 
Touching. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there is definitely a noticeable difference between, like, new lightsabers and older ones. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, there's still... Badass. I mean, the so, fight, you know, yeah, they're still cool. They're yeah, still cool. They're still lightsabers, you know, that's, that's, that's cool. And I will say, one of my favorite things about this series is just that there's so many damn lightsabers. Like, I feel like... I love lightsabers. Yeah, I know. Like, for for <laughs> for me, like, I'm a sucker for any character that's using a lightsaber. I'm like, more right. of that, please, more. You know, that and Mandalorians. I'm like, I, yeah. I, I could just watch, like, you know, an eight-hour series of, like, people with lightsabers and ma- Mandalorian armor fighting. And I'd be like, I don't need... Right? I don't need a story. Right? Just, just right? The, you know, <laughs> uh so it's uh, so super cool, yeah. I yeah, agree. yeah. The, that that that's one of the reasons why freaking. I like... feel like they've definitely nerfed lightsabers, though. Yeah. Like in terms of like their like uh, lethality, yeah. People are getting like slashed across, and like it's just like a small little wound. Yeah. It's like nothing crazy. Yeah. Like, it, honestly, I, well, we'll talk about it once we get to the last episode, but yeah, there was like they, uh, people should have gotten their arms cut off, man. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I still think in the finale, um, it was b- better was than the like, rest of the series. There was w- like one decapitation. One, one decapitation, <laughs> and you actually saw like a big chunk taken out of the star, like the stormtroopers' armors and stuff. But like, yeah, you'd kind of want to see them actually like cut in half and crap, you know? Yeah. What yeah. What happened to dismemberment, man? That that you that used yeah. to be a staple of Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> freaking a new hope. Yeah. A guy loses his arm in like the first thirty minutes. Yeah, I know. Like, like literally every single um movie. Ahsoka, somebody Ahsoka, Anakin loses his arm in Episode Two. Yeah, Episode One. Darth Maul gets cut. Luke in half. loses his hand. Luke. Yeah, yeah, Luke loses his hand. Darth like, Vader. Darth loses Vader loses robot his hand. hand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like there's always there's always something, but like this, I don't know. There's just like I feel like lightsabers just don't yeah. do what they used to. Honestly, I think even in like the Force Awakens, because like I don't know, you like I feel like I remember when Finn was like hacking at stormtroopers, like you totally saw like him just like stabbing through them and stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, uh, why? Yeah, there's no. People don't get stabbed through. Like, there's one one person that got stabbed through that was Sabine, and then she yeah. lived. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I want to see the lethal stuff, man. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, to be fair, lightsabers have been a bit OP, especially in, like, other media, like, freaking, um the force awake or no the force unleashed games like but yeah then, then again like everything star killer was op as hell <laughs> yeah that, but, that game was OP. but at the same time it would be nice to see more dismemberment you know all i want yeah. is a little bit of you know people getting their arms chopped off is that is that too much to ask yeah i know right, I know, right? <laughs> even, even the clone wars man yeah oh my god i yeah. watched like six people in a room get decapitated by darth maul yo yeah and you're yeah. telling me the only person i get to see get to ta- decapitated in ahsoka is a zombie really right right yeah yeah but yeah we'll we'll right. we'll, we'll we'll get more into the zombies later let's um i guess let's talk let's... about episode one. Oh wait no, okay so i do want to say um for first off it's about the whole series i think like the cast is just freaking great like the yeah like the, the the cast but also just the people they cast to be the live action versions of the rebels characters truth i think truth. are all super freaking good like i had i had really no problems with acting in this one 
Like, no. Kenobi had a lot to be desired with acting, but, like, this was really yeah. good. Yeah. Like, I think I st- act, a- acting and just, like, um, looks-wise, especially the dude who plays Ezra. Yeah. Like, dude, dude freaking look, like, when, when, when I first saw him, I'm like, oh, shoot, that, yeah, that looked exactly like how I would, I, I would picture yeah, right? live-action uh, Ezra. I'm trying to think right. his name's like Amon something, but him. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, where is he? Amon eh, Esfandi. Yeah. Yeah, he and, looks exactly like him. Yeah, I know. And even like a Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Winstead, I wasn't like super sure at first. Um, it, like it was a bit jarring because I, cause I went from pretty much um, rewatching some Rebels stuff to going right to watching like ahsoka season one like the same night yeah so it was a bit jarring at first um having mary elizabeth winstead as hera and even like seeing like yeah. sabine in live action but like it took me like an episode to be like oh no yeah i'm totally on board this is hera th- this is sabine you know mary elizabeth winstead as hera is wow yeah i know like I, yeah <laughs> like she's she's really good like by the like middle of the whole uh, the middle of the series i'm just like yeah these are these characters like that's right that is so hera like you know i think natasha leo bordizo who is um my future wife by the way um she she did like (laughs) just like the facial expressions and stuff she did was very just sabine yeah you know i thought that was really well done i agree uh, oh yeah, and of course, freaking Lars Mickelson is Thrawn. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're jumping ahead, man. We, Damn! All right, all right, all right, all right. Wait. Fine. All right, all right. All right. So, like, <laughs> over, just like going over the general episode. Yeah. Like, I think it does a good job touching mm-hmm. up on where Rebels left off. Yeah. And f- kind of filling in people for who yes. haven't maybe seen the show. Yeah. But, like it's not. It's not like. So much where it's just like all exposition. Yeah, that yeah. It's just it's just enough to where you're kind of like understanding of it. Now, I will say that might be kind of a big weakness of the show is if you haven't watched Rebels at all, you might be a little lost. Like I'm not sure because you know, I watch all of Rebels. I don't really know anybody who hasn't watched I guess I have a friend who hasn't watched any of Rebels, so but there is that yeah that like you said there there is enough where you get the general idea yeah yeah you, which is they're going to save their friend that went missing yeah you you definitely won't catch like a lot but you don't really necessarily need to to understand the main story I mean if you're just like a casual fan like my dad or something yeah you'll get the gist of it that's that's i guess that's kind of what's important to people who aren't like super fans but just want something to watch right i i i do kind of feel like they could have done some sort of like like 10 minute recap video or something on disney plus yeah they could have um that might have been helpful for some people but you know at the same time you know i saw it all so i don't really care (laughs) yeah but yeah i feel like the beginning like the first episode was all right, like you said, it was it was a bit slow, but at the same time, it was building everything up. Like it was, you know, it, it had been t- t- ten years, so it's kind of showing yeah. where everyone has been and what they've been doing the last ten years. You know, yeah. And we had to have that scene with like random Japanese rock or whatever that was. 
No, that was <laughs> that that, <laughs> that, that actually a... like kind of annoyed me for some yeah. reason. Yeah, it was just like I don't, it just was so it unfitting. was out of nowhere. Yeah, it, it was, was so like I, I was just like this does not like match up with what is going on. Yeah, like if this was a Fast and Furious movie, maybe. Yeah, right. But I did find that one scene where she was like, where Sabine was, um riding away from the capital and they were like trying to bring her back and she like i don't know led them on a chase was a bit i don't know a bit much maybe (laughs) Um, like he's like in case you aren't aware sabine's a rebel you know it was just a bit like (laughs) eh, it's like a bit on the nose yeah exactly yeah like i get why she didn't want to go to the ceremony because you know she feels like you know, there's no reason in celebrating if Ezra's still gone. Yeah. But yeah, I felt like they should, they could have just had her hanging out at home instead of going, not like flying around and being like, if you pretty much to the people trying to get her, you know? Yeah, I know. Right. But, I, I, yeah, I, I, enjoy, I, enjoy, I actually enjoyed the first episode yeah. um, until the part where Ahsoka like gives the map to Sabine. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, all right, it's just all going to go downhill from here. <laughs> it's just like you instantly realize that it's just like yeah that's a bad idea yeah yeah right and then yeah things kind of went downhill from there <laughs> yeah and then uh what, what's her fish shin oh yeah up, shin, shin, how, yeah and then steals the map yeah and you're that like was wow coming. shocker shocker <laughs> yeah i know couldn't have guessed that like why didn't ahsoka even just like go with her or something and be like that's you know, what i was wondering i was like i'm gonna just chill with, with you yeah ex- exactly like she's made yeah. it very evident that she's oh, she has one goal and that's to save ezra and she's fine with risking everything else like plus like a bad idea she hasn't touched her lightsaber in like you know years at this point know, right? so it's like what's she gonna do against whoever's coming after it <laughs> yeah yeah that was a little bit dumb I did like all the cool Rebels stuff we saw, um, like, because, you know, it, t- it took place on Lothal, so we got yeah. to see, like... See, like, the painting. The Yeah, the the painting, even um, Ezra's old, like, tower apartment that mm-hmm. Sabine was living in now, that was super cool. Um, seeing, what's his name, Clancy Brown's character, who's Clancy now... Clancy Brown, it's so funny how it, they had to have modeled... Oh, absolutely! I was watching Rebels. Too. I was watching like Re- Rebels, and I was like, "That looks like Cancer." I, like I recognize the voice, but it looks like him too. And then it like, looks exactly like him. Yeah, and we also saw um, Jai Kel, who was like kind of a, an important but minor character in Rebels. Um, we got to see all that, and we even got to see Lothcats. Which I love Lothcats. They did such a good job translating the Lothcats into live action. Like, right. As soon as I saw them, I'm like, oh wow, this feels like the the show brought to life. I feel like they did a really good job in a lot of respects, making it feel like stuff from Rebels brought like from animation yeah. to like to live action, like seamlessly. You know, I didn't watch it and be like, yeah, that feels a little. It was just like, oh wow, that looks exactly like like I would have pictured them to look in live action. You know yeah no and, i agree I, I loved it yeah and i think they were even largely animatronic the loath cats they seemed like they were yeah they did seem practical yeah um but yeah then then, then there's the fight with shin hati at the end and yeah pretty pretty predictably sabine gets her ass kicked and gets you know stabbed um 
listen, man. I know that she was like immediately brought to a hospital, but Qui Gon died like I know it's true, like so fast. Yeah, okay. I know. I feel like there's no way Sabine would have survived that. No, it's yeah, they're definitely an inconsistent. There's like ever since Qui Gon died from a stomach shot, they're just like, yeah, never mind. No, it's fine. P- people can survive it. Yeah, it's just I'm. It's like, like I said, they they've nerfed lightsabers now. Yeah, and, and and it has kind of become a trope now. Like instead of people getting their arms cut off or their hands, they're they're getting stabbed in the stomach. Like yeah. it's happened and so like, many times now at this point. They, well, like Disney or like the Star Wars execs or whatever, the people who are in charge of whatever, mm-hmm. were just like, no, no, it's because it cauterizes the wound. It's right. Once then, they get stabbed, it cauterizes the wound. It's just like tell that to Qui Gon. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Like that doesn't. <laughs> It's really hard to justify. I I feel like the only one that it, I, I, I don't feel know. like is justified. Also, Kylo, the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, that's fair. The Grand Inquisitor species has two stomachs, that's so that fair. makes sense. Okay, yeah, but like freaking Revo, just like nah, I'm Reva, just, yeah, I'm no. just okay. <laughs> She's fine. Yeah, yeah, and this, yeah, like I feel like she did, like Sabine did recover very quickly. Mm-hmm. from it and like i think like they had some sort of like reasoning which you know i guess you know they do have like crazy like if they can have like crazy like hyperspace ships i guess that they, they could have you know medical like, technology yeah but it hasn't really been established in other star wars stuff so it's a That's little true. bit you know like they have like back to tanks and stuff but that yeah takes right a while. i guess i want to know your opinion how do you feel about how ahsoka has been portrayed in live action since like the Mandalorian, like before, you know, like her life changing stuff, you know, going, you know, like when she went into like the world between worlds and stuff, she was kind of more like Zen, I guess is the word, like kind of more like Zen master, like chill, like not, not, not a lot of emotion, you know? I think honestly, I think live action has portrayed her extremely well. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I feel like it's just, it's a, been a perfect transition i don't know how to explain Mm -hmm. it but like when i'm watching the show and like i'm watching the clone wars i'm just like yeah no that's yeah that's ahsoka yeah and i feel like any sort of like i feel like she feels older not like oh she looks older but like she feels like less like she like more 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 control of her emotions i guess so like you know and a little like definitely wiser um yeah i agree you really get that feeling i think and i think yeah i think so too i think for a second like in the mandalorian season two it threw me off slightly um but part of it was like why doesn't she sound like ashley Eckstein? but you know (laughs) obviously i got used to it and i think it's really good i think a lot of that is probably rosaria dawson like she's a huge fan of the character like before she was cast Mm-hmm. and she really did her research for the character and i think yeah that's it really cut, comes through it's pretty cool but i know i was watching um ahsoka with my mom i had shown her some clone wars and rebels episodes before we watched ahsoka yeah and she was kind of mad that like ahsoka wasn't as like animated like emotion wise you know yeah and we were watching ahsoka she, she was like why is she playing it so flat and i'm like well it's not an animated character i guess i don't know no, I th- yeah, I I also think it, it's the jump from animation to yes. live action is a little can be different. Yeah, I mean, because when you're doing animation, I, like a huge part of it is the voice, 
That's yeah. why voice acting and, you know, in front of the camera acting are pretty different. There's so much emotion you have to portray yeah. with your voice. Whereas, you know, it's more about probably your face and body language as like just as much as your voice, maybe. Exactly. And I feel like the, there was definitely a lot of facial expressions. There was, I think, a lot of the one thing I will say about episode one, it took a long time to do stuff like when Ahsoka was solving that puzzle like mm. okay like it, it took a while and you weren't really sure what the heck she was doing and there yeah. was like no dialogue and that and again when uh sabine was solving that map puzzle thing you're, you're yeah you're but... just kind of watching them tinker with stuff and you're like okay i'm not sure what's happening but all right honestly that didn't really bother me because i was mm -hmm. just kind of like i kind of expected it because the show was like just starting sure. so i was just sure. like i wasn't expecting like there to be much to yeah like, go yeah crazy that's fair about yeah no it didn't bother me that much but i it was i felt like the scenes were long enough that it was noticeable um, yeah for me no i know what you're saying i know what you're saying oh and i forgot to mention but the freaking opening scene with balin and shin where they just like wrecked that whole ship full of oh yeah that was awesome <laughs> that was sick and i yeah i think balin and shin are probably the coolest like original star wars character we've seen in live action in a while i agree because i feel I like they were awesome i feel like a lot of times you know lately there's been a lot of new star wars villains but none of them have been that compelling um yeah for the most no, part I, i'm with you but i feel like these guys were just immediately like oh these two are freaking cool and like we'll get into more, more of this later but balin too i felt as like was a really interesting character he's not like a traditional star wars villain where like i just want to yeah. take over the world or kill somebody you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but so season one episode two i don't know why i said season one but episode two yeah the, that i really liked this because we, we got a little more of hera and chopper in this episode and we got to see um the phantom in live yeah. action which was sick <laughs> that was really cool um i, I thought this is where they introduce uh Maroc. Yes. Like, well, like, you saw him in the background in the other episodes. But, right. Like, this is the first episode where you actually saw him do something. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I really appreciate them being like, who could this guy be? Who uh -huh. is it? Yeah. Who could it possibly be? And then it's, and, and once we get into later episodes, you find out that it's, it's no one. Yeah. I, and, I, like, I, I like that because it's just, like, that was such a cool character. And even though it's mm -hmm. no one, I don't care because they didn't even, like, serve a huge purpose in the long run. Yeah. It was just more of a cool, just, like, what could it possibly be? And I think the reveal, too, of it being Night Sister Magic is awesome. Yeah, that because, is Because, cool. like, I, that's just, like, like it's it was such an impressive... It, it, was an, it seemed like it was an Inquisitor. It was just impressive yes. to see that they could do that with, like, just their magic it was mm -hmm. i thought that was really cool so did so do you think it was like an inquisitor brought back like those stormtroopers well, at the end well when the stormtroopers died they didn't like dissipate that so is what true I'm wondering is is could it possibly be uh um a knight or, or yeah knight brothers right could it be oh, a knight brother spirit that's what i was wondering i was thinking it was maybe a spirit of a knight yeah. brother that would make the most sense to me but I yeah, see, I I didn't mind that he wasn't anybody. Like he wasn't like, oh, it's Star Killer or anybody. Yeah, you know? I wasn't. I knew it wasn't gonna be Star Killer. No, I wouldn't. But I, at the same time, I wish they had maybe 
explained or mentioned what he was. I mean, we, we you know, we, we obviously get the idea that he was powered by Night Sister magic, but yeah. I would have liked maybe a little more. But yeah, I didn't, I don't really have a problem with him not being, I, I anything. didn't, I didn't have a problem with it, man. Like, I, it, there's, his I, armor was pretty sick. His armor honestly. was sick. Yeah. But the theories that it was, yeah, Starkiller were so silly. It's stupid. Yeah. It wouldn't have made and, any like, sense. Even, even like, Shout out to Bailey. Even Bailey texted me and was like, oh, Merrick is Starkiller. If Merrick was Starkiller, first of all, I would have been done watching the show. Yeah, that would have sucked. I, from, from a canon standpoint right now, Starkiller has never existed. Right. What so to, a, what include a him, to include yeah. him randomly. That, that was such a shitty introduction to him right? in canon. Yeah right just years after he was with vader or even if he was with vader if it was the same character like mm -hmm. the thing that made him interesting was being vader's apprentice so if right. you're not showing him being vader's apprentice what's like, the what's, point yeah what's the point yeah it's, like it, it didn't make any sense and it also didn't make sense for someone who is a sith lord basically to be with balin and shin yeah no yeah yeah it, w it wouldn't make any sense yeah yeah, so. no, I'm very, I'm very glad. I I was also hearing some theories that it was as Ezra, and I'm yeah. very glad it was not. I I would have been pissed if it was Ezra. Yeah, I I yeah, I didn't think I didn't think honestly. I was just thinking it might be like some new character. I didn't think yeah. it was going to be anyone we knew. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it would make sense for it to be anyone we knew, except for mm -hmm. maybe like maybe like a really old inquisitor that like we saw in yeah. something and like yeah. they survived everything right maybe but, but I, like, I they haven't really done enough with like exactly inquisitors for that to really mean anything exactly so it's just like it, it there's I, I felt like there was no chance it was really gonna be anyone no. special yeah anyways yeah i i i did like that he was like enough of a um you know threat to actually kind of pose a challenge with soka but yeah. not but not enough where it's like oh man he's actually like besting her in one-on-one -on -one combat because you know she killed him pretty easily by the end and yeah. i was i was okay with that because i'm like it doesn't really it wouldn't really make sense for this inquisitor-esque person to be that much better than ahsoka you know right yeah. um it, like it made much more sense that balin is more skilled than her because he's yeah. basically like had the same training but more than her because she was he was a little older it seems yeah. like than, than her but in episode two i think the only other thing that really stood out was just kind of the interactions with chopper and hera i really love yeah that was just yeah. like felt exactly like rebels and chopper looked so good like seeing yeah, him in live action was awesome he's, and so, he's so funny seeing he's so him funny. Co commit commit his classic war he wants crime to commit a war crime oh my middle. god yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, oh. I, I, what I really, despite like other, like character stuff aside, I really did like the world building. Yeah, um, that they did here for Corellia. Mm, um, okay. Corellia is such an interesting planet because yes, it's been touched upon here and there mm. in like live action canon. Yeah, and like comics, it's pretty deep. So if you go into comics, it's pretty deep. But like to see, I, I haven't, I'm not a huge Star Wars comics guy, but. To see Corellia after um, its subjugation, basically, to the New Republic, it was a completely different planet, it seemed. I see. So, and I, I know the name, but I'm trying to think, like, what, what makes Corellia stand out? Uh, it's, it's where Han Solo came from. Oh, shoot. Okay, right. 
So it was like the it was like the crime planet. So we we kind of saw that in Solo at the beginning. Yes, right? yeah. So like so that's what I'm saying. It's like a completely different planet from what we saw in Solo. Yeah, and what has been explained so. otherwise in other Star Wars canon because yeah. it's been taken over by the New Republic. It looks like it's now like an actual like service state rather than being like a crime ridden. Right. The Empire just kind of dabbles here and there. Yeah, and that is something I really have liked about both the like kind of the end of Mandalorian's well not the end just Mandalorian season 3 and now this is we're seeing a lot more of the new republic and how yeah. it's how it's changed the galaxy and how things like the government's different and everything um I have been enjoying that seeing how things have changed since you know the original trilogy basically Yeah, me as well. Um, but season, why am I saying season? <laughs> Episode three. Episode uh, three. Time to fly. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to remember because I, I watched the first, what? I, I guess I watched the first two back to back because they came out three. Oh, yeah. All right. So basically, this is when, um, they go to Mon Mothma right. and they're like, hey, we need to fight Thrawn. Yeah. And then she's just like, yeah, sure, that's fine. Then everyone else is just like, like, no, what are you idiot. talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is the yeah, first so, time we saw then, Jason in live action, right? Yeah, and yes. And then this is when Ahsoka and Sabine go to the, mm -hmm. I think, Satos? Satos? Yeah. Um, to basically stop them. And that's where the then they find the Eye of Sion. Right, there. and there is... Yeah, that and there's Balin and Shin and battle. like, yeah, and there was that pretty cool scene where Ahsoka just like goes outside the ship and slashes, <laughs> slashes some ships with her lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was that was awesome. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, that was. Yeah, honestly, this, I feel like this episode didn't really. I, not a whole lot. There, there's not a whole lot. There I mean, was... they showed up on the planet. That was kind of it, because once yeah. they land, it, that's the end of the episode, we basically. We saw some Sabine tr training. Yeah, Sabine um, training and, like, how bad she is with the fort. <laughs> yeah, which, okay, so I I didn't mention this before in episode one, which this was when this concept was first introduced, but what do you think of Sabine, like, being Ahsoka's apprentice and training as a Jedi? That's fine, but Ahsoka really needs to instill in Sabine that... You have to put your you have to put what's right first rather than your emotions. Mm, okay. Because yeah. the emotions thing is getting really obnoxious, man. Yeah. It's just like because I mean once once we get to episode four where we see basically what happens after they land on the planet. Mm -hmm. Like it's just and Ahsoka, I feel like Ahsoka isn't instilling in her enough that she needs to make the right choices. I don't know. I just feel right. like Sabine's always just like, I want what I want first. I think she's maybe a little better than she was in like Rebels. But yeah. Still not a whole lot. No, but even Thrawn, even Thrawn once like in the later episodes touches on it too. Mm -hmm. He's just like, he's just like, you literally put the whole galaxy at risk to save your friend. Yeah. Like, he's just like, what's the point of that? He's just like, you're an idiot, basically. <laughs> and, like, I'm just like, right. I'm like, I'm with you, Thrawn. I was just yeah, like, none I of mean, this stuff would have happened. I mean, yeah, like, I get it. You're not it, wrong. It needs, to happen, it needs to happen for the story to continue. I get it. That's fine. Right. But it's just like, I don't know. It's just, like, silly to me. It's just like, 
I think that's a very lofty decision. Yeah. Well, what I did like about episode three is we kind of get to see like we kind of already touched on this, but we got to see more of like the world building and yeah, Mon Mothma is the chancellor now. Yeah, I love that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And it's also I was thinking while watching this, but this actress, Genevieve um, O'Reilly, she's she's playing Mon Mothma in like two different time periods concurrently, like. She was in Andor, which takes place yeah. like f- I mean, 20 years before this, and now she's playing her in um, Ahsoka like 15, 20 years later. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I-, I guess we can m- move on to episode four, where I feel episode like that action really this starts is, to pop this off. Is where this, it starts yeah. to, this is where it really starts to get good. Yeah, now, absolutely. Listen, I love I loved the first three episodes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But this is like to the point where it's just like, damn, this is peak. Yeah. It's getting good. And it even gets better with episode five, but oh we're not there God. yet. Yeah, but, I know. All right, so they show up, <laughs> and they get attacked, right? Mm-hmm. And... Hu Yang so, kind of kicks ass. I, was, I wasn't expecting Hu that. Hu Yang is awesome. <laughs> I love him. Putting him in live action was the greatest really idea. It was such a good where idea. Did... Like, I don't know who I don't know who thought of that. Well, whoever was just like, put him in. Yeah, probably, but he was just like, put him in. I feel like oh, God. No, where such the hell a did Ahsoka find him though? Is he just like floating around on the ship and she's like, "Oh hi." I think I, for, I forget where, but he was just kind of he's just always been chilling. Yeah. He's yeah, just no, like no one's have, ever really We because we haven't seen him since Clone Wars, right? Since like the fall of the Jedi, I'm not sure actually when it, when he last appeared. Jedi, yeah, cuz he wasn't in Rebels that I remember. Let's and see. Well, let's yeah. look at his list of appearances. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. So well, last yeah. time we saw him. Yes. Yeah. Last time we saw him was the Clone Wars. Yeah. So, he's so that's just been off chilling. He was like, oh, the Jedi. Yeah. Dead. So he's been chilling and away. he just shows up. <laughs> and that's why I think he's a great addition to the show because yeah. a lot of stuff isn't explained. So I don't care that his isn't. Yeah. No, that's so. fair. But yeah, he has a great addition. And not only is he just like cool. But the interactions between him and Ahsoka are just really great. Yeah, and he's he's super he's super funny too. Yeah, and and I I I like that he's there to just kind of be like, you know, they just they just have like a Jedi ship, so I feel like that gives them a lot more. Yeah, you know, he's stuff. like five hundred years old, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he's he he's kind of a crazy character, really. Like he's an old ass droid. <laughs> he is, <laughs> like, and that's 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 why I love him. Yeah. But yeah, putting Hugh Yang in there was an absolutely excellent idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is when they this is when they fight Merrick, mm-hmm. um, and they yeah. kill him, and then you get the reveal that it's yeah. Night Sister Magic. Yeah, and like I said earlier, I thought that was really cool because it hasn't been touched upon in live action. Yes, it's been touched upon in Clone Wars, but like, yeah, I don't know. Seeing, I do like how they did it in live action instead of like because they can't really pull off a lot. Like, like they could in animation, especially mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. it's like a spirit or something. So like, yeah. I see why they had to do the armor. Yeah. But I think that's like kind of adds to like how cool it was when you just like, at least to me, yeah. at least to me, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. How cool it was when it was just like, oh, it's no one. It's just Night Sister Magic. There you yeah, go. That's right. your answer. Well, yeah. And speaking of Night Sister Magic, the reveal that Morgan Elsbeth was a Night Sister. That, that might have yeah. been episode three, but when she said that, I was like, oh, frick. Night, I was just n- like, Night Sisters are in this? Oh, no. <laughs> that's, I, I, that's I, pretty cool. 
I thought she was a night sister because of what she was yeah. wearing, but like, yeah, that's... well, because of her clothes. But I was yeah. just like, she's not like, White. she's not like, <laughs> well, not yeah, yeah. I know, what you, like, she's not like the color white, yeah, like all the right. other night sisters are. Right. But um, I think it's, I think it's kind of explained in the last episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which will. So I don't know. This is actually like that's a, gr- a little bit of a gray area for me. I'm not huge into. Uh, night sister lore so i don't mm-hmm. actually have a huge knowledge of that yeah. but me, the I sith mean, side of that yes but other than that i mean i mostly just know you know from the clone wars and then actually i think i played jedi fallen order before i've completely yeah. watched clone wars so i'm I'm familiar with them from that um and i think it's really cool that they brought them in because they were the original concept of the night of the night sisters was in clone wars i believe or yeah. was it yeah so no it was in clone wars yeah which I think just all throughout this series, there's so many things from Clone Wars and Rebels that they brought into this, which I think yeah. is so cool. I've, you know, it really just feels like a homage and kind of a sequel to like everything I in agree. Clone it, Wars. It, it's like Dave Filoni's like, hey, ev- everything I've ever done, let's let let's mention it in this. <laughs> it was like, hey, you remember when we killed off this race of people back in the Clone right. Wars? They're back. Yeah, they're back. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Somehow so, the Night Sisters so. returned. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just glad they, they didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, and um like I think I think Shin Shin gets like bitch slapped by <laughs> Sabine with the force. And like that was so goofy to me because like she just put like her all into it and it's just like a little smack. Right. Well, I didn't I don't think she she actually did anything i think shin was was expecting it and like moved her head and then was like oh you actually don't have that oh force. really yeah that's what i got out of it and that's well, what she's I thought, like i thought you, she you have like slapped her like that, with the force intro- okay no uh, that that's possible too but i yeah i kind of didn't think okay huh i didn't think yeah. about that but yeah that was yeah it was kind of funny uh, so um yeah and then ahsoka goes and fights um balin balin which I really liked that fight. That was a really cool fight. I like There was like w- there was one part where I think it was I think it was Ahsoka or maybe maybe it was Balin, but one of them like does a jump off a rock. Yeah, that and was And it Ahsoka. was like really unneed it was really unneeded. It, it really <laughs> it was. was. Like, it was just like if any if it was like a real fight, like you would be dead instantly yeah. for, because of that because like that yeah. opened her up to so yeah. much. And like I I don't know I feel like they do that a lot in the choreography nowadays like yeah I, I mean going a little bit off topic remember in Book of Boba Fett with the spin Ooh, do you remember do you remember the I think it was like who the freaking like punk riders or whatever they were that oh. one guy when they're fighting in the last episode he does like that little spin for absolutely no yeah, reason yeah okay I vaguely remember that yeah yeah and, but like it really didn't work. Because, like, at, at least with, with Ahsoka, it's Ahsoka, and she does, it's like, Ahsoka. flips and crap all the time. So you're like, all right, fine. I I guess we can accept a little flair, but some random guy. <laughs> random guy. Yeah, <laughs> random guy, n- number three, did Doing a spin, spin moves. And it was dumb. Well, and, like, yeah. didn't he have, like, blasters or something? Like, why the heck did he spin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was a really pointless spin. And it also reminds nice. me that in episode four, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, during Vader and oh my Obi-Wan, gosh, I think I, I, Obi-Wan I also does yes, spin. But it's a slow that's completely, spin. And it's completely unneeded as well. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. No, but what I really liked about the, that duel between 
Ahsoka and Balin was there was a lot of like stances they did that felt very reminiscent of like in like samurai. Yeah, um, I mean, fights. I also see that with Balin's armor. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a like samurai and helmet, but like his armor is very. Belt. Yeah, his armor is very obviously like yeah. samurai inspired. Yeah, which I think is pretty cool because I mean, Star Wars already had always has taken a lot of inspiration from like. S- S- samurai films and lore and stuff yeah um so it was kind of cool to see them lean into that a little bit more with some aspects yeah so that was cool and then we have ahsoka yeah she gets beaten off a cliff falls off a cliff and then surprise surprise shocker who could it possibly be it's anakin skywalker (laughs) and speaking of the reveal for anakin skywalker yeah i don't know how often you're on twitter michael but all the theories on as Twitter were just like that's that's not Darth that's not Anakin Skywalker that's Darth Vader. If you look at his lightsaber, that's Darth Vader's lightsaber. And like I saw all these theories, and it was what? very clearly Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah, what the hell? And I'm not even joking. Like it was actually ridiculous. And like a lot of people were saying that it wasn't gonna be Anakin. It was gonna be like evil Anakin. Which I guess Why? was kind of right. Which I guess was kind of right, but like I mean, also yes is like no. kind of wrong. It was yeah. yeah, it was a little ridiculous. But that was I mean Yeah. It, I... The, from the second he's revealed, you're just like, Alright, no, this is just gonna be like a meeting between them. It's yeah. just like it's very clear what it's going to be. Yeah, which um, I'm glad it would have been kind of dumb if it was like, yeah. oh, it's actually Darth <laughs> it was Vader. Just, <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that, that the confrontation sense. you've all been waiting for, but this time it doesn't make sense. So the thing for me is, I'm, I guess I'm kind of on the, on the fence, but I kind of wish they had had a little more explanation. Like, like we know what that thing is, the world between worlds because of Rebels. Yeah. But like, I guess she got pulled in there by Anakin is the idea. Um. But it's kind of nebulous, like, why the hell she appeared there, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess technically everything with that is nebulous. I mean, in Rebels, it was just like, oh, if you, like, mess with, like, the rock painting, it moves, and then (laughs) then there's a portal, you know? So... Yeah. It's... The rules of that place are kind of nebulous. I, I was kind of expecting more i i was kind of expecting to be like some stuff related to time though kind of like there was yeah i thought they'd yeah i thought they'd be like oh do you remember this do you remember this like in front of the portals it's just like hey remember that time we uh yeah did this well remember that time we saved jabba's kid yeah (laughs) so i don't know if you heard any rumors before this but a huge rumor i was hearing that turned out not to be true was that the world between worlds Ahsoka was going to like walk through like walk past some portals like in mm. Rebels but it was supposed to be like alternate like timelines Oh I I can't like, I can't see that happening. I don't I remember hearing something like that yeah. but and, and ultimately I don't see Star Wars going the alternate timeline slash multiverse route. Yeah, that's too much. I don't, I wouldn't. If they do that, that, that's way too much. Yeah, yeah. And if, I feel like it'd be like an excuse to just like, let's bring back everything and everybody. But yeah, I mean, like, it, but yeah, no, no. <laughs> like I'm in the Air to Empire movie, Anakin shows back up. He's just like, 
I'm from an alternate timeline yeah. where I didn't turn to the dark side. Yeah, but he's like played by like John Boyega for some reason. Right. And you're like, what? <laughs> he's just like, yeah. 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 Uh, no, but so, yeah, the big r- rumor though was that it was an alternate thing where Anakin killed Obi Wan and Ahsoka. Um, she that would have been. Oh. She showed up on Mustafar and fought him instead of Obi. I did hear about. I heard. I heard about that one. I yeah. heard. I definitely heard about that one. I, yeah, Which I'm, I, I'm guessing probably not. was probably something to do with that final fight that they do have. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing it probably just got like like what's that game where the telephone game it just got oh telephoned. yeah 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 probably where well, it's that's... just like someone said something to someone then that person said something yeah. to someone it just got mixed up. That's so, what happens a lot with these, like, rumors and leaks. Yeah. Plus, it was, like, 90%, like, CGI slash the volume, so I'm sure it was easy to be, like, assuming you know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> when you... Yeah. All right, everyone. So that was part one of our Ahsoka discussion. Keep your eyes peeled for the part two of this episode. It's going to come out in a couple days, and I'm not going to wait a whole another week to put it out thanks so much for listening hope you join us next time this has been casual experts only please subscribe rate and review on your podcast platform of choice and be sure to check us out on social media and youtube links to those in the description until next time